Hello and welcome to another edition of the BayCare Clinic Podcast. My name is Femi Cole. I am your host today. The risk of breast cancer is identifiably higher for some people than it is for others. Those high-risk people require customized and specialized care, a form of high-risk breast cancer service. I'm here with Dr. Natalie Lumen, a breast surgeon with Aurora Baycare General and Vascular Surgery, to discuss Aurora Baycare's high-risk breast cancer clinic. Doctor, thank you for talking with us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Okay, let's just dive right in. Uh, when is a person considered high-risk for breast cancer? A person is considered high risk for breast cancer if they have a strong family history of breast cancer or if they have a history of atypical biopsies. Okay. So are there, you know, I'm kind of a layperson, are there uh-huh. levels of breast cancer risk? Like is someone, say, and I don't know if you have a special designation, like a tier one risk or a tier two risk or, or some such designation? Uh, I don't. There aren't exactly levels. Um, we generally quantify people's lifetime risk of breast cancer and ca- compare that to someone who's average risk. So the average lifetime risk for breast cancer in a woman without a family history and without any strong risk factors is about 12%. Um, so when we're seeing a new patient and evaluating them for being at high risk for breast cancer, we'll calculate their generally their maybe five, ten year or lifetime risk and compare it to the average risk. Okay. Okay. Um, How many people nationwide are at risk for breast cancer? Uh, For women, uh, that 12% lifetime risk translates into one in eight women uh, will develop breast cancer within their lifetime. It can also develop in men, um, although it's a lot less common, but about one in every hundred breast cancer diagnoses are actually in men. Wow. That actually, as a man myself, that actually (laughs) sounds like a lot. Um, Who knew? Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, Why does that statistic concern you? I think it concerns me um, because it is a a large part of our population, and I think that people aren't aware that it is that prevalent, and it's not always related to a genetic condition. You know, we started this high-risk screening program to identify people that um, are going to be at high risk a lot of the times from having a family history of breast cancer, Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of women in the general population develop it sporadically. And so, I think that statistic concerns me because I don't think that everyone knows that they really need to start getting their mammograms at age 40 and that you should do it annually so that we can detect things earlier and treat them earlier. Right, right. Well, on that note, what are you and your colleagues doing to help uh, decrease or at least better manage the number of high-risk breast cancer patients? So we recently developed a high-risk breast cancer program at Aurora Baycare. And we are doing that through the patients that come um, into our mammography department at this time. And so anyone that comes into our department is screened um, with a series of questions so that we can calculate their lifetime risk of breast cancer. And then depending on where they fall on that spectrum, we will then contact them, invite them to come be seen in our breast care clinic. Or once a week, we're doing a multidisciplinary high-risk clinic where they can meet with multiple providers at once. Wow, that's fascinating stuff. Um, So what disciplines then are involved in this breast cancer clinic? So the team members that are involved in the high-risk evaluation in the breast cancer clinic are myself. I'm a breast surgeon, but Mm -hmm. I also see patients that are at high risk. And um, depending on if I see them in my clinic, I'll talk to them about um, the 
different modalities and way in which we can reduce their risk of breast cancer and increase screening. Um, but if they come through our multidisciplinary high-risk clinic, I'll talk to them mainly about um, additional MRI surveillance if they qualify, okay. uh, lifestyle changes, medical weight loss clinic referrals if it's appropriate, and then um, they might see a medical oncologist who would talk to them about risk-reducing medications, which are usually in the form of an estrogen blocker. They'll also see a genetic counselor if they are, are at significantly high risk, um, and we'll also talk to them about uh, smoking cessation if appropriate. Okay. Um, why is it important to follow this collaborative, multidisciplinary approach to breast cancer care, and what does that approach mean for patients? Um, I think it's important because each of us has our own, you know, subspecialties that we're interested in and we're passionate about, and that kind of comes into breast care prevention and surveillance in different ways. So it's important that, you know, each person see the appropriate provider. And so that's sort of why we wanted to start this high-risk clinic, to make it easier for patients to see all these providers and get these opinions all at once. So it limits the number of visits to the hospital. Um, and I also think it helps provide, you know, a greater picture of their uh, overall risk when they're hearing from it from all different aspects of medical care. Um, hasn't this been the norm, though? I mean, what's unique with the high-risk uh, breast cancer uh, clinic offered by Aurora Bay Care? It's actually not the norm in our surrounding states or necessarily across the country that we have high-risk screening clinics. Uh, generally, you know, we hope that patients come in and get their annual screening mammogram at age 40, but if they don't find anything on them, they may not realize that they're actually at increased risk for, risk for breast cancer. So we're taking this sort of one step forward where we're identifying those patients at the time of screening and reaching out to them and asking them to come in to be seen um, so we can see what we can do to reduce their risk. Okay. So is this a referral service? Otherwise, how do potential patients connect with the specialist at the high-risk breast cancer clinic? It can be a referral service. Um, I think our hope in the future is that, um, you know, we'll educate our primary care providers, such as our internal medicine, family practice, and OB-GYN doctors to identify patients as well and send them our way. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a referral from a provider. If a patient believes that they're at high risk, they mm -hmm. can um, call our office, and we can always screen them over the phone to determine if they'd be appropriate to come in and be seen. Okay. So it, it's my understanding that sometimes patients feel just stuck with a provider uh, with which they've sort of begun their breast cancer journey, but are less than satisfied, and ju they just feel stuck. So at what point in a patient's experience um, can a patient kind of pivot and be seen by you and your team? I think that, you know, they could pivot at any point in their treatment. We're happy to see anyone, um, you know, at any point in their diagnosis, whether it be, like, just after the diagnosis, mm -hmm. if they're mid-treatment, if they've already had treatment and they're just being seen for surveillance at that time, you know, we're happy to take a look um, and have them come into our clinic at any time. A scenario for you. So you're okay. in an elevator, a, pa a patient shares the elevator car with you, uh, shares with you that she's heading uh, for a breast cancer consultation, uh, coincidentally with your team. Um, she's been identified as potentially being at risk for, higher risk rather, for, for breast cancer. What do you say to this person? She's sharing with you that she's nervous. What do you say about the collaborative uh, approach offered at Aurora Bay Care's high risk breast cancer clinic? I would first congratulate her for coming in and taking that first step to be seen. 
um, and evaluated and establish her risk. I think a lot of people are nervous to get that first mammogram or have that conversation because they're afraid of, you know, what they might discover. But really, we can't we can't do anything until we get you in and we get right. you evaluated. Right. Um, so I think once they're past that hurdle, um, they should feel comfortable that they're, you know, they're in good hands of many specialists um, who are passionate about what they do. And I also think they should feel comfortable that, um, you know, everything that they're doing right now is preventative. And so right. they ha- they're helping themselves um, identify a cancer earlier if they were to develop one. So mm-hmm. it's much more treatable and curable and also um, reduce their risk of developing a cancer. Right. Excellent. Excellent information, doctor. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise with, with us today. Um, that was in informative and and very helpful. Um, Is there anything else you want to add today? Any last words of wisdom um, or just something maybe I didn't ask you that you want to touch on before we end our chat? I'd just like to reiterate that I'd encourage people uh, to start getting their annual screening mammograms at age 40. Mm -hmm. And if they're curious about if they're at higher risk or they're worried based on a family history of family members with breast cancer that um, we welcome their phone calls to our clinic, um, and then we can touch base with them and determine if we should come in and see them. Thank you for talking with us today, Dr. Lumen. We appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Dr. Natalie Lumen is a breast surgeon with Aurora Baycare General and Vascular Surgery. She is fellowship trained in breast surgery. Thank you all for listening. To learn more about Baycare Clinic or to request an appointment, visit us online at baycare.net. Subscribe now to hear more Baycare Clinic podcasts.